Hello again. Welcome back to Behind the Data podcast. Last couple of weeks we have covered the data initiative, why they are critical, how you can make them successful. Then we spoke about number of supply chain use cases. How the supply chain leaders can get the power of AI and analytics and all the different data insights. Today we are going to start a new area which is sales we all want to sell more faster and i have shan here and uh, shan you have tons of experience in the sales space so introduce yourself and let's chat more about sales analytics sounds great thanks kanesh hello everyone my name is shan pickett i'm the svp of sales and marketing here at conversite happy to be here on uh, on the podcast so thanks for inviting me um terms of background and just kind of you know overall experience uh, 25 years in the b2b tech and software mm-hmm. industry uh first 5 years really just purely selling so i kind of was was you know had that background of just going to market and selling uh as an account executive um you know calling on you know anywhere from mid market to enterprise accounts lots of experience in that niche and then uh, eventually you know just quickly evolved to leadership Um, and so, building, developing, leading revenue orgs, sales orgs, marketing orgs—you know—that's that, the experience there. And specifically, staying focused in the in the um, kind of software startup, emerging growth uh, software sure. niche, right? That's kind of the specialty for me, and where I really enjoy spending my time. Um, when it comes to the industry in general, and what I enjoy about the industry is the people, first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, the the technology industry attracts a certain type of individual across various roles so i like the diversity mm-hmm. of of types of people that are in the in the industry but also across the various roles right yeah. you got to work with you know everywhere from marketing to sales to channels to engineers right to, you know on down the line uh, you know different types of roles in the industry so it takes a team you know i like the team teamwork and teaming aspect uh in in the software and technology industry as well. Um another thing I really really enjoy is the innovation, right? Cuz the 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 technology just continues to evolve and and one thing's for sure if you're complacent and resting on your laurels whether it's you're creating software and bringing that to market or you're actually a customer purchasing yeah. software and using it internally on, on both sides of that. I have a unique aspect as do you Ganesh on being buyers as well as sellers, right? We yeah. see both sides of it. If you're not innovating, you're going to get left behind. And so then it's back to those smart people that can really build out great products that you bring to market that add a tremendous amount of value for customers. Yeah. So a little bit about my background there and what I like that, about that. That's great. I think that's exactly where I want to deep dive on your sales. You know, you have mm-hmm. led various different sales teams and grew mm-hmm. revenue. And now, you know, I am coming from the data analytics background, mm-hmm. right? The last 20 years when we were building all this data and analytics every company i engage the top most team who want better analytics all the time is sales right and um, you know any new tool any bi tool analytics tool it's always the first to start use cases sales you know how do we grow right so i want to hear from you as a sales leader not from a conversation side more from mm-hmm. a industry sales anal- sales leader right how critical analytics is for you very critical right cuz 
as we both know, it's not cheap to invest in a tech stack, yep. right? A re, a, a, you know, RevOps tech stack, sales and marketing tech stacks, right? So those, we've just gone through this ourselves here. But just from an industry perspective and not, again, specific to Commerce, I've done this at multiple companies, you know, it's expensive to purchase. It takes time to implement and customize all, all of these tools that provide some meaningful data. And if you do it the right way, it's just weaved in as part of the process. It's I yeah. keep saying here, it's it's you know, you keep asking me how are we gonna get our ROI out of these this these tools that we invested in. And it's really because it's weaved into the very fabric of our being and it automates processes and gives time back to those smart people to yeah. spend more prospect, customer, partner facing and interacting time and thinking about how we can get better with you know, in serving our customers, right, in our, our community. So I say all that to answer your question, which is now we have a lot of meaningful prospect, customer, partner, interaction data flowing through all these systems, just in our example here. And, you know, getting access to that information, putting it in meaningful, yeah. ingestible formats that I can quickly access it, and then collaborate around it with yourself and other leaders in the organization and then make decisions yeah. on how we're going to grow, run, and operate our business better and serve customers better and partners better and, and prospects, right? So analytics are extremely important, and it's really about speed, speed. to information, yeah. right? And how, yeah. you know, not having technology and data and analytics slow down the company, mm. but it helps us speed it up, right? Because obviously we have a board and investors and, and executives, right? That co-founders, right? You expect that we're gonna ha produce an ROI out of our investment in people and technology and tooling. But it's that information, that data, being able to analyze that, make quick decisions to execute and, and grow and operate the business that are extremely important. So I think yeah. it's absolutely important, especially in this sales and revenue growth realm. So analytics and sales is very critical, but as you said, more critical is getting that insights instantly right and whenever you need right so i always tell in our uh, you know the founding story you know why we started converside is it's all started with the sales right mm -hmm. when i was talking to a you know a vice president of a you know big organization sales it was friday evening three o'clock he felt a little disturbed and was asking what happened right you know he had his board meeting is there on monday and he wanted some insights. Why revenue dropped in a particular industry? And he wanted to double click two levels to give them information. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, no one was available. Like who can write reports? Not available. Mm -hmm. Like he was like, can't wait until Monday. And he can't do it himself. Mm -hmm. Because its tools are not that easy. Right. Um, even though they call self-service, but it's not really self-service mm -hmm. for him at that level. So what's your experience in, you know, waiting for the data? Mm -hmm. how, how difficult it's waiting for the data <laughs> than doing it? <laughs> well, I think we all know that sales people in general are not the most patient of people. They have very, uh -huh. Which is good because <laughs> you, is, yeah. you have a very high sense of urgency. The real good ones do. And, you, you, you know, it's about speed to results and you're moving quickly. So now take that personality and that DNA and roll it up into a leader. And for someone to be a leader, right, especially overseeing revenue growth for, for an organization, you're going to be at even more hyperspeed. So you want things and you want them now or yesterday, yeah. right? Sometimes you're unrealistic with that. So the speed to results 
and then being frustrated with not being able to get that. So in that scenario, I can empathize if it's Friday evening or I'm up early on a Saturday morning having my coffee before the family gets up and naturally my brain's going to be thinking about work and the business and growing it, right? Because this isn't really just a job, it's a passion, right? When you're in the startups and you're doing things like we're doing. And that's the that's the DNA across most leaders that are in the tech industry building these these startups, right? And so you're gonna want a quick answer. And if if the standard canned or even pre-customized, you know, from your team in the past, reports and dashboards don't provide you the answer to the question you're asking. Yeah. Right? Then you're gonna try and go mess it up <laughs> and go in there and, and, and build your own reports and probably not very good at it because it's just not something that that you do. And so yeah, it, it to be able to ask questions, I think that's the real key part. And that's what really, you know, attracted me to this organization and what our product is. And I don't want to make it a commercial on that. There's tools out there in the industry that can help executives, to your point, right? And really just asking the right questions and asking questions that are meaningful to you. And then having a conversation and getting that information back, like a direct dialogue with your data. Yeah. And so that really you know, caught my attention when I was looking at Conversite. And I'm like, Wait, wow, if I had this for me, right, in, in the industry you know, that, that I've been in at the different companies I've been in in the industry, then, man, that would have been a game changer. So, yeah, absolutely important. It's about asking the right questions, getting that information back, and having that dialogue instantly building out dashboards reports, not waiting on humans to go do that, do it. Yeah. right? Because it ta- that's a lengthy process of normally how I did it in the past. I would, you know, you'd bring in, you know, a data analyst, business analyst, or someone internally that's going to take your requirements. Like, what are you looking for? I'm looking for this information. Okay. Well, if they're good, why is that important to you? Okay. If yeah. you thought about these other reports, I could build those out for you. Then they go off and build the requirements, come back, validate it. Yep, that's right. Then they go off and build the reports and dashboards, come back and show you iteration one, version one, and then you go through a couple iterations, you get it right. That's time consuming. Yeah. And, and by the time you get all that in place, maybe you have different questions, right? That's right. And because the, the business evolves, the industry evolves. So you're yeah. going to want to know different. And so that's a very lengthy process that, you know, tools like a Conversite, for instance, can really just make that problem go away. Right. And, and being yeah. able to have a direct dialogue conversation, that's what's really we're seeing that's needed. In the I think talking to, yeah. talking to analysts like Gartner, mm-hmm. that's what they are predicting like we all have lived through what we call the visual era Mm -hmm. from reports and dashboards a lot of colorful dashboards are out there but so many right um you know before starting conversite the last uh, program i was involved in it was migrating forty thousand reports Mm. And out of that, I can say at least 30% are from sales. Mm-hmm. Sales teams need a lot of reports, you know, right. one by region, another by month, another by state, and just top 10 customers, top, just top 50 right. customers, top 50 products. So many permutation combinations mm-hmm. you can create reports. It's sometimes it become unmanageable. Mm-hmm. Right? Then other, other one I realize now that there are a lot of technologies in sales. Well, from outside, we may think all you need is a CRM, mm-hmm. but it looks like that's not the case today. Yep, right. Because I see that there are a lot of marketing tools. Mm-hmm. It's uh, capturing a lot of intent and uh, then you need to, you're spending hot dollar on that. You need ROI from there. Mm-hmm. And then you have your CRM and all kind of conversions and all that. So quickly, even an organization of our size, mm-hmm. quickly getting into easily five, six or more sales tools. Right. So, so what is your, is this getting insights from each one is critical or you need 
an integrated view of the data what's the struggle there from a multiple systems standpoint yeah one is just the multiple nature of it right it okay. takes it takes many tools to get the information to me that i want mm-hmm. so i can manage the pulse of the organization and make sure that we're 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 executing the right way right yeah. which is going to drive revenue in the end so for me it's all about that you know driving revenue profitable revenue growth right so when you look at that first of all there's a lot of systems you mm-hmm. know and so each of them provide good information in them but when when you Not start siloed. siloed in a yeah. siloed manner and if you look at like CRM for instance Salesforce or HubSpot Right, and others. Um, I, I look at CRM systems as kind of the central repository in, yeah. in the data hub of where everything kind of comes in and out of. But I don't, I've never really, even including Salesforce, which I think, you know, it's, it's a great tool. It's the, the leader out there. It just doesn't provide great dashboards and reporting, right? And it's very, it takes a lot. You got to get specialists to come in and build them out. And, you know, again, it's static. It's not dynamic and yeah. evolving with the questions that you continue to ask. So, the, the newer systems that are in the, the, the RevOps tech stack, if you will, I think there's some important ones like being able to go outbound or handle inbound type cadences and activities, right? Yeah. There's recording, like conversational intelligence, right? Yeah. Recording, like we record everything, right? And there's great tools there in, in, in that can record. And then, you know, you're in a team pursuit sales cycle. You're bringing people in to serve the customer or the prospect at different points. They could pick up where someone left off and plug right in and you can analyze that information. But the thing I like the most is like when they integrate in with your CRM system and they, they could tell you some signals, yeah. some risk signals of, you know, in your, in your pipeline, here's where you're at risk because of these behaviors aren't happening. There's no way you would glean that type of information just on your own or even through simple reports. So I like the AI yeah. you know, aspect, the machine learning, the artificial intelligence that's really going in and being proactive and saying, hey, you need to think about these things. They haven't replied to you in five days and, uh, you know, you, you haven't even put a contract in front of them, but yet this is forecasted to close this yes. month. Right, so there's certain things we know that we need to do, and a systems like that could help. But again, that's in one system, right? We have yes. a whole tech stack. So yeah, being able to kind of put that into a central repository, run analytics around that, ask questions, and get that information back quickly would be absolutely awesome. Yeah. It, it, recently, I was um, talking to a manufacturing company, multi-billion-dollar company. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine the amount of uh, data they capture and the technology in place uh, on dashboards and all that. Mm-hmm. They were really challenging me that, oh, we already got all these dashboards and um, in all the data we capture, what can an AI system do it, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we connected, one of our solution engineering, uh, solution consultant was sh- connecting and showing what the AI can do, mm-hmm. what we call Athena mm-hmm. AI. Um, you know, Athena said, hey, you are losing 30% of your deal because of your price. They were like shocked, hmm. like, where did you get that information? Mm-hmm. You know, the, when the salespeople are, when they're closing, the, the, you know, when their status of the deal, they are putting a comment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they say it's a competition, it's pricing. Mm-hmm. If the pricing word is that, that's where you brought the conversational intelligence, the text analytics for that matter. Mm-hmm. It's all about the, the notes. So suddenly their data give a different perspective that, mm-hmm. okay, the number one issue we need to focus on is not competition, it's pricing. Mm-hmm. And there is no way, today it may be pricing, six months later, 
it may be not having stock right because we i know on the other podcast i was ca- talking about stock outs right mm-hmm. so the ch- scenarios are changing it's very dynamic environment yeah. and the ai is um that's what i am really bullish about you know, building this kind of an ai where it can come and help you mm-hmm. sales leaders like you to uncover answer questions which you even not thought about right right, right. i think that would be an amazing future where we are going with these kind of technologies right and when you talk about the future in in you know what companies need to do to stay on top of mm. like sales analytics in general you look at the supply chain industry niche that we serve for instance and you mentioned stockouts i mean that's very relevant all the way down to the consumer level because yes. post pandemic what happened everyone ran out and got a ton of toilet paper and everything <laughs> people go get gas when the prices are going to go up and now you have stockouts of different varying types of products or mm-hmm. service you know products in general right in being able to anticipate that and get ahead of that and then help executives you know through the analytics to provide that that, that proactive nature that I think is key so if you look at like all of these systems we've been talking about they provide descriptive analytics yeah like what what happened what happened yeah. right and and that's meaningful right because you want to study the past and you know you if you don't if you don't learn from history you're doomed to repeat it as the old saying goes right yeah but then getting where do companies need to go like looking to the future i think it's this proactive insights that are delivered to executives at the speed of you know I'm asking questions I'm getting information back on the descriptive pretty quickly but I also it'd be nice to just have a consistent stream of proactive insights so I can think about you know how I'm going to run grow and operate the business differently exactly. but then really the future is getting into predictive and prescriptive analytics like you know in the last 3 years you've run out of stock in this region of this product or these several yeah. products we've noticed that you you've also had more stock available in other regions would you like us to get ahead of that and start moving that that yes. inventory right yes. in in those products so things like that you know that's an example in the supply chain industry right i think that's really really important and any executive who's making use of sales analytics to try and grow that top line or profitably grow revenue or serve customers better is going to benefit from something like that so there are there are a few great examples where we are seeing athena helping customers one for example we are working with a very large um, tire making company manufacturing company mm-hmm. they have hundreds of sales people all of them were getting the inventory availability in an excel can you believe mm. and they are on the road with their mobile mm-hmm. can't open the excel yeah. <laughs> they end up phone calling hey do we have inventory stock for this right. now they just need to ask athena right. i found it's a very simple use case democratization of information in this mm-hmm. case but so cool like yep. now the sales people are empowered to right. what they need and when they need right second we are working with a manufacturing company they have lot of stock and stock outs mm-hmm. how about that right you have lot of stock and stock outs yeah interesting that's because um supply chain team have great system to track stock but not sales So what we created was um, okay you have all the stock look at the forecast and tell them your sales team that where do you have excess stock mm-hmm. and so now they have a tool to go promote both for marketing team and sales team where do you want to give promotion today mm-hmm. say supply chain whether we like it or not supply chain disruptions are going to stay here right for another year or two or if not more right yep yeah so that means the sales team 
need to start selling what they have mm-hmm. and promote that mm-hmm. and marketing team need to start promoting so that one they don't carry a lot of cash on their inter- name mm-hmm. of inventory mm-hmm. the second is it's not customers are not waiting too long for your products right right, right. so being transparent th- with the customer on what's available what's not available when you can deliver need insights and that insight is hidden behind your supply chain systems mm-hmm. so that's kind of what we have to what we are working on right so i think um, it it was really great connecting with you and Likewise. Uh, sharing you know a lot of insights on supply chain and uh, um, i i am from supply chain and technology and you are from sales and mm-hmm. uh, and together i think we can empower a lot of sales leaders right looking right. forward look forward to that as well thanks for having me on the show ganesh i appreciate it it was enjoyed the conversation and hopefully that provided some value to the community that's uh, going to hear this so absolutely looking, looking forward, forward to getting after it yep. thank you great thank you thank you everyone thank you everyone